Welcome, welcome everyone. My name is Sean, and today we got to talk about what is going on in New York City as it relates to the police, the budget cuts, and the migration issue. Because Eric Adams has proposed a 5% budget cut across the board to a bunch of different agencies, and it appears as of right now, the agency that looks like it will be most impacted is the New York Police Department. The NYPD is going to lose a lot of officers. They're going to fall down to a dangerous level of officers that date back to a period of time which is the worst in the city's history and we need to discuss it but before we do i want to say thank you to everybody who signed up over at actualjusticewarrior.com slash join give me the money give you give me the money Okay. And thank you to the podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform. So we've been talking about the migration issue a lot on this channel as of late and over the past year. We've talked about it in its relation to New York City and in its relation to the city of Chicago because these have become focal points because they pass laws under the Trump administration to virtue signal extra hard about how they love illegal immigrants and they're not going to work with anybody to deport anyone for any reason at all whatsoever. And they extended benefits to those illegal immigrants. So Bill de Blasio did the extra executive order. They passed a law in the city of Chicago under Lori Lightfoot. And right now, Brandon Johnson and Eric Adams are living with the consequences of their party's actions and this virtue signaling. On top of that, you have Abbott busing people to New York and sending people to Chicago. And more importantly, you have people requesting to go to New York and requesting to go to Chicago because the word has gotten out to these asylum fraudsters that the public benefits in New York City and in Chicago are better than they're going to get in any location. So these people come here. In Chicago, they do a little bit of tricks to put people on the streets. They are spending a lot of money on them, but it's nowhere near as bad as New York City where they have a right to shelter. And as we've covered on this channel, they decided to shelter them in the most expensive way possible, which is in midtown hotels. And in fact, these migrants have gotten so entitled they actually had little mini riots when they were asked to move to the shelters that were just built for them, saying that they prefer to stay in the swanky Midtown hotels. Desperation and fear spilled out onto West 57th Street tonight outside the Watson Hotel. These migrants housed here since they were bused to New York City are getting on the bus again. This time we're told they're being transferred to the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal in Red Hook, where cops have been set up, except they don't want to go. Pedro Durand, originally from Venezuela, arrived in New York in mid-October. He was already bused to Brooklyn, but said it was so cold he came back to the Watson, except he is no longer welcomed here. It's not humane. This is not the way you treat human beings. They want to go back into their rooms at the Watson Hotel. This is what they think of as their home right now. This is their home right now. And even having one of their advocates advocate for them to seize the billionaire's apartments in order to give them to the migrants. Volunteer advocates argue the city should put these migrants in some of the most expensive pieces of real estate in the world. He could have easily, along with Governor Hochul, opened up all the vacant luxury apartments. We are on 57th Street right now. This is Billionaire's Row. Half of the super towers on this street are empty. 
because, again, if you immigrate to this country illegally, if you defraud the asylum system, you apparently have super rights, and included in those super rights is the natural, God-given, divine right for you to live in the most expensive real estate at peak luxury in the United States of America on the taxpayer dime. Mayor Adams unveils his first round of budget cuts and has promised the cuts are painful. The 5% cuts across the board will affect every agency, sanitation programs, and school budgets, but the most dramatic effect will be on public safety and the police department. So right off the bat, I just want to point out that this new budget, this reduction of police officers, counts as a betrayal from Mayor Eric Adams. Of all the people who ran in the Democratic primary for mayor he was the only one who said that he was not running to defund the police nypd captain eric adams was elected in part on his promise to cut crime and make the streets safe again so it's ironic that while every agency is taking a hit these cuts will drop the number of cops patrolling the streets now get this to the lowest number since the 1990s now when push comes to shove mayor eric adams in his infinite weakness is in a budget crisis it is caused largely but not solely due to the fact that all these migrants are here and taking up resources and getting all these benefits from the city of new york but it's also due to the fact that the covid spending that was injected into these local municipalities was priced into the new york city budget even though new york city officials knew for a fact that they could not continue to authorize this spending after that COVID spending and that federal money ended up drying up. So there's also bad policy. But what do you do in the face of this bad policy, of this migrant crisis? You should be making precise cuts. You should be targeting those cuts to the biggest portion of the budget, which of course is the education budget. It's a total, complete, and utter waste in the city of New York. There's so much fraud, so much unnecessary spending. You would be better off by reducing the spending and sending kids out of these failing schools. But instead, Mayor Eric Adams, in a complete and utter decision paralysis, decided that it was going to be 5% across the board because that's supposedly equitable, even though, again, we look at things in the budget that should just be removed altogether, and you could make it up by actually going through that. But that would require Eric Adams to actually take a stance. The need for belt tightening to deal with the $7 billion budget gap caused in part by the migrant crisis and by the reduction in federal aid for COVID would force the city to stop hiring cops for the foreseeable future. The budget director said the next five classes at the police academy will be canceled. The number of cops expected to drop from 33,541 to about 29,000 in the fiscal year that starts next July. He said that's the lowest number of cops since the 1990s. So they're canceling the next five recruitment classes for the NYPD. This is at the same time that we're seeing record increases in retirements we've lost about 2500 officers i believe this year and now they're trying to force out 4000 more which will reduce us to levels that we have not seen since the 1990s Police Benevolent Association President Patrick Hendry was stunned, saying the cuts could kill 30 years of public safety progress, telling CBS2 in a statement, quote, this is truly a disaster for every New Yorker who cares about safe streets. Cops are already stretched to our breaking point, and these cuts will return us to staffing levels we haven't seen since the crime epidemic of the 80s and 90s. We cannot go back there. Now look, to be clear, this is the PBA guy, so he is a police union official. He is always going to be in favor of hiring more officers, 
officers, paying police officers more, and all that, because that's his job. You need to understand his biases, so you can understand that he is not some neutral observer, and take that into account when you're analyzing what he said. However, that being said... He's actually 100% right here, at least in terms of the correlation between the staffing up of the NYPD and the reduction in crime. One only need look to the 1990s to realize how bad it actually was back then and to understand that the greatest crime decrease in the history of this country in the city of New York, which, by the way, reduced earlier and more so than the whole country as a whole, was because of the surge in police officers, was because of the implementation of data-driven policing, was because all of these different tactics that are going to fall by the wayside due to the fact that not only are you not recruiting new people, but you're losing your most seasoned investigators, your most seasoned officers, your captains, and all of that through early retirement, through just straight-up retirement, because we're in that baby boomer retirement era, and through these budget cuts, because when you see the writing that is on the wall, you're going to want to get out as soon as possible. On top of that, this can completely backfire. When you short-staff your police department, as we saw in the city of Los Angeles, you might actually end up paying more in your police budget for those less officers because you're going to have to pay time and a half due to the fact that they have to work those hours so you're paying them in overtime so what's going to end up happening likely based on this cuts is that it's actually going to increase the budget deficit in the city of new york the crime is going to go up that is going to drive businesses out of business it's going to drive people out of new york for fear of violent crime which is on the rise it has been up since the black lives matter riots and that is going to drive down economic activity, reducing tax rates, and thus creating a death spiral. This is exactly what you didn't want to do if you're the mayor of New York City, and considering Mayor Eric Adams ran on being not like those other girls and not like those other Democrats, not a defund the police type, this is absolutely shameful and ridiculous. Details of many of the cuts remain sketchy. The teachers' union says 653 schools, 43% of the school system would be hit with mid-year budget cuts. The Department of Education said there would be a $120 million cut to pre-K and 3K programs, and an undetermined number of the 37,000 vacant slots will be left unfilled. Now, to be clear, the pre-K programs should be cut. They don't actually do anything. I know we have this myth in this country that if we just got universal pre-K on the books, education would improve dramatically in the United States of America. But the thing is, there were a couple of states that had universal pre-K for a long period of time. And what they figure out is that all the kids tend to normalize by the time they get into the third grade. So the benefits of universal pre-K are completely overstated. It is a glorified daycare except the state is running it when they're paying for it and it should be cut it's a completely wasted program the promises are through the moon yet they never actually deliver so that's sensible that makes sense there'll be fewer litter baskets a 5.5 million dollar cut that will be felt more in the outer boroughs and residential areas there are also cuts to sanitation programs to clean pedestrian areas greenways empty lots and other areas as far as the not cleaning up the streets again this is a disastrous implication 
sanitation. And I hate to simp for the sanitation department. I hate to simp for waste management. But the proof in the pudding is in the taste. But unfortunately, when you stop cleaning up the streets, that ain't pudding on the floor. That's something else. That also drives people out of certain areas. It also reduces foot traffic, which hurts businesses, which has downstream effects. This is regular, ordinary maintenance. And how many times on this channel have we talked about the fact that the government is never incentivized to do regular ordinary maintenance and that's exactly what they're cutting which is what they should not be cutting you gotta clean the streets it is absolutely crucial to do so now i know for a fact that the city of new york is overpaying the sanitation department i know for a fact that the city of new york budgets tons of money to be wasted by all of these departments because that's how these big cities work that's how machine politics works i understand that but if you're going to make cuts make cuts in these new programs that that didn't really do anything that never delivered on their promises and don't just do five percent across the board and hope for the best those unfilled positions in the schools i'm sure will be fine don't 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 worry about it you don't need a 14th counselor in the public school system trust me it's going to be a-okay first class all the way. However, officers, 4,000 of them, when you're already losing officers since the Black Lives Matter riots, absolute disaster. Going back to 1990s levels of policing with the bail laws, with people stealing like they are, it's just going to make things so much worse in the city of New York. Early retirements, all these issues are leading us to another spike in crime, and nobody should be surprised because they're saying they're going to reduce the number of officers officers by over 4,000 by next year, by July. If you don't understand the disaster that is oncoming, then you're not paying attention. The city council is not going to allow uh, for the mayor to make cuts to essential city services that New Yorkers rely on and depend on, whether that's keeping the city safe, whether that's keeping our streets clean, whether it's making sure that people's food be- food stamps get processed. You know, these are these are just lifelines that we're not going to allow to be cut. Now, look, as of right now, this appears to be a proposal. The city council looks poised to push back, but considering the left wing nature of a lot of the city council, where do you think that pushback is going to come from? You think they're going to redirect the cuts the way I explained they should be redirected? or do you think they're going to try to take a bigger pound of flesh out of the New York Police Department? In my mind, I think they're going to prioritize the migrants. We already saw videos where these council people and state representatives were advocating for the migrants who demanded to stay in the luxury hotels rather than the shelters that were built for them because how dare you question the God-given right of the migrants to live in Billionaire's Row near Central Park in Manhattan. And that's really the direction I expect this to go in. Also, one of the things that definitely doesn't give me hope is the fact that these progressives, these complete and utter buffoons, are talking about how these cuts are completely unnecessary because Mayor Eric Adams is doing this insane thing where he looks at how much he's spending on migrants this year and he tries to project out how much will be spent on migrants in the next year. And according to them, projecting what you would spend in the future is no way to do a budget even though, according to reality, of course, that is the way to do the budget. So I can expect them to pull back these cuts in all the wrong places, maybe even increase the cuts to the NYPD. But regardless, you're already seeing officers leave the force at ever-increasing rates. And whether or not they haggle out a couple more nickels for the NYPD is not going to make those officers rematerialize. But the fact of the matter is, Eric
Eric Adams is a complete traitor. He betrayed his word during his campaign. The only reason he won is because he ran tough on crime in the Democratic Party. That's what even the Democrats wanted in New York City. This is not a Brendan Johnson situation. And immediately, he decided to put through cuts in a proposal that disproportionately hurt public safety, hurt the NYPD, because in reality, in actuality, this is who Eric Adams is, complete and utter scum. I told you from the jump, he's a Brooklyn borough president. Those guys, by their very nature, are corrupt, and he just decided that the migrants take precedent over the safety of the citizens of New York, something that I'm tired of hearing from these left-wing politicians. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like the video, show them by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on my social media. Support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about the NYPD being cut for the migrants. Till next time.